Hey, what's going on, parents? Happy Teenager Tuesday. Welcome back once again. Uh, I'm very excited to uh, start a four-week series on failure. And I'm here right now with the one and only Brock Yonke. So we're starting a series talking about failure. We're going to yeah. fail for four weeks. Yes, yes. Okay, no, good. We, we just have the most experience. Oh, yeah. So okay, failing. That's, that's probably yeah, true. Yeah, yes. Yeah. No, uh, okay. Humor, a little humor in yeah, there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, no, it's funny. So uh, I'm very excited about this. Uh, we've I've, I've kind of been working on this for a little bit where um, to open this idea that, man, failure, failure I've, I forget where I heard this before, but failure is not fatal, but it can be. So um, I really wanted to take, take some time, talk about this, pull on some ideas. And so today um, is really just opening up the conversation about failure, maybe some tensions and some scapegoats and, and just the way that we process that. Yeah. Yeah. So one of the things that's very interesting is like you said in that statement that failure is inevitable. It's mm. kind of part of life, but yeah. how we respond to it is what really seems to matter. Yeah. And one of the things that's been interesting in my life and as I work with other people too is that oftentimes failure cannot just be something that happens to us. It feels like failure is something that says something about us. Yeah. And so it's if like if we fail, then it says there's something defective mm. about us. Yeah. And that then makes us want to avoid failure at all costs or right. have a bad view of what failure is all about. Yeah. And then I wonder if that's the case for us as human beings, as adults, how are we then helping our students deal with failure? Are we passing on that yeah. same idea that yeah. failure means you're defective? Right. Uh, you didn't succeed in school or sports or mm -hmm. whatever activity you're in, so there's something wrong with you, so we're going to avoid failure. We're not going to have a healthy view of failure, and so it can really have a long-term influence then in how they navigate through life uh, in, in looking at failure is not just something that happens to us, but saying something really negative about us. Yeah, yeah, no, that's so true. And and as, as best as we can, we want to untie anything that can try to be an identity in teenagers' lives other than Christ. Yeah. And and like you're saying, like a lot of times failure can can tie a ring around them and say, you you haven't failed, you are failure. Right. Yeah, no, that's good. So uh, why, this is a question, why are we so afraid of failure? Uh, I think there's three main ways. Uh, there's probably a bunch of ways, but uh, there's three main ways that, that I kind of want to talk about today and pull on that idea and that tension. Uh, again, like you said, to maybe even look inside of us as adults and see, oh, this is how I manage it. And yeah. this is what I do to avoid it, trivialize it, minimize it, whatever you want to call that. Um, so the first one on that is this quote, failure is not an option. Now, an astronaut coined that phrase or said that and made it famous. And, uh, you know, for him, maybe a little bit different of a case. He's in outer space. And if, if something goes really poorly, uh, he dies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, but you know, a lot of, especially type A people, um, have that, you know, you can have that attitude of avoid failure. Not a, if I work hard enough, I'm not going to fail, which then, you know, you can come crashing down when you fail, not if, um, and then it can have that same effect, right? Of because those people are so tied up in their identity. Mm, yeah. If I fail, it says something about me, and yeah. so it's so identity tied in that right. case. Right. Right. Because they have the I'm not a failure tied to their identity. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. but then if I do, yeah. Then, oh, you know, it's bad. Uh, another way. Second is recognize. Uh, a lot of people say this is that recognize that failure is inevitable, and this is true. But what we don't want to do along the way with it is just deflect. Ah, it happens. You know, like, because then you just move on. So there's overemphasizing and underemphasizing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. then if, if you move on from something, I almost lost my pen. You almost <laughs> failed. <I did. laughs> if you move on from something 
too quick, then maybe you don't process what happened and evaluate why it happened or even evaluate as like, no matter what I do, like, I'm not going to be a good singer. So if I never like look back and evaluate, then maybe I just like, ah, whatever, all these people are wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or maybe like a lot of times we make jokes and just like brush it off like me and you. <laughs> we would never do that. No, no. no that's not our. No, no, that's not our deflective no. skills. Like no. we're doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> Um, the third thing is, uh, is that very often, and again, there's, there's truth to this too, is that failure always leads to eventual success. You know, you, we have the, the, the stories of Albert Einstein and how he wasn't good in school at one point and Steve Jobs and Bill Gates and athletes and all this stuff. Like, uh, <coughs> excuse me, while parts of that are true, I mean, people have overcome great failure. Uh, there are still parts of that, that, I mean, there's some things that, it, it just, like I was uh, singing, I can't, to a certain degree, no matter how hard I try, I can get better, but I'm probably not ever going to be standing on a stage singing. At least we hope not. I know. I know. And, and uh, like, if I have the, uh, the mindset of, no, 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 if I try harder, I will eventually succeed. Well, what if I don't? What if I don't get to that point? What if your kid wants to be a YouTuber and they just don't have the personality for it? And, yeah. you know, like, how, how can you manage failure there and 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 really like like even thinking through this made me think of man how do i manage this yeah because i think it's so important that not only do we understand that failure happens but if we just trivialize it or overemphasize it there's an aspect of being coached and guided through failure mm. to learn from it that we have to have yeah that that's how we really get better at things and, and process that not begin to blame ourselves, begin to see ourselves in light of who God has created us to be, and yeah. also learn some new skills along the way. Yeah, yeah, no, that's good. So uh, every week, we, we kind of want to like give hands-on, hey, do this this week homework for, from uh, uh, during this series on failure. And again, we want to help guide your student through failure uh, and help you, or really help you guide your student through failure so that that doesn't get tied up and stuck to their identity. Uh, so, Brock, what are, what, what are some things that we can do this week? So one of the things that's so interesting is if we have one of these aspects, it can be like we put on some new glasses that cloud us in our judgment of that. Mm. So it's, it's, it's looking at ourselves and saying, what do I tend to do with failure? Yeah. Because it's probably how I'm parenting a little bit. So mm. one of those ideas is to demonize failure and to say, I'm going to avoid it at all costs. And yeah. so getting down to the roots of why is it so traumatic for me to fail and, and hear the, those voices that say that I'm a failure. Hmm. So going back and figure out and how that got coupled together and doing some work to uncouple that a little bit. Yeah. The other idea is our deflective thing is we humorize, we tend to turn into a joke or make less of it. Mm -hmm. So do I do that? So I'm evaluating myself. What do I do with failure? Do I tend to downplay it when my student makes a mistake, yeah. when I make a mistake? And then um, like, and then that's very similar to trivialize it when we just make it a smaller deal than what it was. When we yeah. really want to look at failure in a healthy way <laughs> and say, what what is tied to my, my identity is this is not how do I grow and manage this a little bit better? How do I coach this and become a better human being more like Christ and deal with the inevitable piece of failure that's going to happen in life? And so I think we start with evaluating ourselves and saying, what am I doing in these areas to look at failure for myself? Yeah, no, that's good. I love that. And uh, that's all for this week. But like we said, this is just opening up the conversation. Next week, we're going to be talking about um, what... Research says Gen Z, in a broad sense, Gen Z are afraid of. We're going to be talking about ways that you can kind of find out what your student is afraid of in, in the sense of failure. And, and uh, man, I'm excited to continue that conversation. Uh, so that's all that we got this week.
So, uh, signing off today. You remember, you can do this, and you're not alone. No, God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week. Yeah.